Welcome to a podcast for the Krakoan mutant era with a distinctly black and queer lens. Every episode has a new guest, a single topic, and a ticking timer. This is X of Words. 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 I mean, like, like, I want to make sure that the camera works right. I know this isn't recorded. This isn't one of those. Those what? Which ones? I thought <laughs> you do certain episodes where you record them. I'm, I'm subscribed to your Patreon. Oh, thank you. Yeah. But you were looking at yourself though. How is is everything good? You happy? You happy with it? I think I, I think the picture is great. <laughs> I think it's a great picture. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Me too. <laughs> All right. So now we've established that you look good. <laughs> Let's talk, let's talk about this episode. You know, for everybody at home that, that doesn't know, they, you're missing out. You're missing out. Everyone looks good. Oh, oh. We, I think we look good. I think we can share that. Let's share that shine. Okay, excellent. Well, just just know that, you know, you're not involved, <laughs> dear listener. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like, hear some shit that you don't get. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> a dark day for you. Don't. Do you know what I mean? Like sitting inside eating a donut, going, mm, "This is delicious." I mean, I, I know, I know you're starving, but this, mm, oh, the balance, yeah, the smell, oh, the smell, it's incredible. <laughs> so, hello, hello, everybody, um, welcome to another episode of Edge of Words. Uh, I'm glad to have you here with me. I'm glad to have you here with us. Whatever you're doing, wherever you are, thank you for coming and spending the ten minutes to talk mutants today. We have Evan. Uh, you know Evan. If you haven't caught up on Evan's episodes, find them. You can find Evan at Smith. What? Evan Smith? Do you want me to do, do, you want me to do it? Oh. No, I kind of want to remember it. The Smythe Works. I, I couldn't remember it. I looked at my phone. Uh, T-H-E-F. I, I can see you. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. So, yeah, true. Sorry, sorry. I could have, I could have played that a lot. Yeah, I could have, I could have got away with that one. Um, the Smythe Works. T H E S M Y T H W O R K S. Uh, and just for fun, just for fun, underneath this, I'll throw in a couple of episodes of Evans underneath, so you can go and have a listen to to Evan. Now that now that guests have been back for, you know, quite a while, we've got some recurring guests. I'll make sure that, you know, you can listen to the latest and then go uh, and listen to some of the stuff in the past as well. Yeah. Listen to how I was wrong about everything about Moira. It's a great idea. Were you we had... wrong, actually? I don't think we were. I don't think we were wrong on some counts, but yeah. also you're a person with a good heart. You know? And sometimes... I like that. Yeah. Being very positive and seeing the best in people means that you don't smell a rat. <laughs> She caught us off guard, okay? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Moira of it, but... Okay, but today's episode is about the Araki, again, the Araki. And we are going to talk about which Araki should be on the Quiet Council. Um, And let's, you know what, let's just get straight into it. Let's just get straight into it. I'm going to hit the timer. Let's do it. And our X starts... Mother fucking. 
No. I got takes for days. Oh, really? Okay, well, yeah. go, on. go on then. Okay. School. School so goes. the question sort of made it sound like you want a mutant for the council, but I have a different idea. I think um, <clears throat> I have one of two configurations in my mind, but I don't think it should be one. I think we should have multiple Iraqi on the Krakoa, the Krakoan Quiet Council. Mm-hmm. Why, why is that? And I need that... Well, because they need to be a tempering force. Again, anytime mm-hmm. the Krakoan mutant leadership decides to incline themselves towards appeasement or peacefulness, anytime they invite the Avengers back to the island, I think someone needs to be there from Morocco to look at them sideways and say, well, I don't think so. Why would you do that? Why do we need them? You know? Um, I think it needs to be a counterbalance. I think that that's what they need is is an alternate voice. The fact that they let Steve Rogers drag his musty taint through one of the resurrection eggs. Yes, yes, should have never happened. Yeah, I don't care if it's the end of the world. And by the way, to do what? What did he do after that? What did he contribute? Nothing. 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 They even had him coming out of the box with accessories like fucking Buzz Lightyear. And I <laughs> don't... I didn't see the need. <laughs> why? why... <laughs> Listen. Yeah. Why is the whole ensemble in there with him? I know. I, like, logistically in my mind, do you want to know how I pieced it together? This is not part of our question today, but do you want to know how I rationalized it? I mean, like, I don't know why it's painted, but um, I think they have a bunch of eggs with Logan's skeleton, like adamantium skeletons in them. Yeah. And they probably just like, you know, souped it up in there, made that a a shield instead. (laughs) Like, you know, a gross little egg soup. I like that I tried to rationalize it instead of being like Proteus can manipulate reality. Uh, <laughs> you know, like You just started saying soup. <laughs> you were like, I got takes for days. It's like, what's your take? Soup. 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 <laughs> hot hot soup. <laughs> oh, okay, but yeah, I totally I okay, I get I get why you would want um multiple working on the council. I do think there needs to be a tempering force, because um uh do, do you mind if I do, well, if absolutely. I in there? Uh, I I agree. I agree, and I think I love, so far I'm loving the immortal run, but I think the immortal run, if anything, shows the myopic tendencies of the of the Quiet Council. How insular and cloistered and um, preoccupied by their long, long history of infighting uh, they can be. So I think, yeah. even as much as I love immortal. Immortal even tease up the need for, you know, uh, fresh blood on the council, people with different views to help uh, temper some of that crabs in a in a barrel shit that they like to do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and Immortal was quite well teed up with it by Inferno, in that it ends with them sharing a terrible secret that they can't, for the good of Krakoa let anybody else know about, right? So it tees up this infighting, the insular nature of the Quiet Council. I mean, it, it sets it up quite nicely. It, it makes sense. The tone is right there. 
Um, I mean, other than Storm interacting with no one, she literally has nothing to do with any of them, which I'm kind of here for. Um, they told her the, but, they told her the secret, and she said, "This sounds like some Caucasian business," and left. <laughs> <laughs> she says, "I will be on Mars for fe- until future notice." Forward my mail. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, yeah, <laughs> get me on WhatsApp because this this has to be. This is you. This is all you. I can't be. <laughs> want nothing to do with it actually in fact i want nothing to do with it yeah no you know those two leather leather bits on the side of her hips i know she hiked that up one good time and said right (laughs) (laughs) well also bran said well i think the iraqi need an x-men and she was like i don't think they need x anything i'm not happy about them right now and said actually they need a brotherhood you know (laughs) like she was very firm about that she was um okay so you think they need to you've uh, taking a new approach to the question. So who who are these two? Who are these two? I don't think they need two. I think they need several. So here's oh. my two takes. <laughs> here's okay. my two takes. I think we need to go in one of two directions. They need a table to themselves. They need winter. Or give them winter or something, right? Yeah. Or they need one Iraqi sitting at each table. So that okay. every time someone says something silly, they can look at them and say, I disagree, or, you know, how stupid are you? I think, and I think, you know, either configuration could, I mean, have sort of the same effect. I do like the idea of, like, Exodus and Mystique sitting with Solom, and then Solom oh. having to call them sometimes, like, uh, Solom, think, uh, go ahead. You've just you've just introduced me to the idea that one day Solom will meet Mystique. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, by the way, like Solom, I mean, think about Solom and Exodus. How diametrically different they are, and it'd be talking like, in fifteen. Bring... Sorry, that, that one to me seems <gasps> in... quite a Hundred percent. Solom would tell him that God, his God, is not real, and it would like change everything for him because he'd believe him. Probably, I don't know. Anyway, so... them them pink them p them pancakes would be <laughs> flipped and fried, flipped and fried no, before no. issue three of any joint book. <laughs> pancakes flipped and fried. Pancakes flipped and fried. I'm so upset about that. Torture me, but no, I, 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 you're, you're a genius. Like honestly, I would read a book of Solom and Mystique getting up to like betraying, double crossing hijinks over and over again. The man who has a thousand bodies with the woman who has a thousand bodies. Yes, yes, that's all I want to see. All I want to see is them interacting. But by the way, they would be, I think, so like you add Solemn to the winter table. Yes, Because yes. Sinister, I'm hoping, goes away, right? Like let's all just, hope springs eternal, I hope Sinister goes away. But, yeah. so let's say you add Solemn to the winter table. They're yeah. the ones that have, in my opinion, least friction, right? Solemn, yeah. Exodus yeah. will because he's going to pretend like he's not hot for Solemn, but you know, whatever. So you've got Solemn, Mystique, and... and uh, an exodus but i would love it if then you think about the the good kids table the summer table with storm and nightcrawler if he sticks around god forbid you know like whatever god bless nightcrawler i think he's you know whatever he just exhausts me but let's say you add 
<laughs> say you added someone chaotic. <laughs> okay. I have to get past. I have to get past it. I cannot dig in on Nightcrawler. Chris is gonna kill me. I just like <laughs> he just absolutely that character. Every decision he made, he made police on a Rocco. He brought police to a Rocco. What are we doing? Steve, he brought Steve up out the egg. He brought he, Steve back. Yeah, I don't know who sanctioned God. that. Yeah, he tried to resurrect. He tried to rehab Fabian Cortez. Um, he killed off Lost. He's yeah. It's been a it's been a whole journey with 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 yeah, Kurt. But, but you know what? We we we. Uh, there's no end to that sentence. Please continue. <laughs> um. So, like, let's say you added. I think personally, I think it'd be nice to mix up the like the, we have pretty strict. Uh, table cultural tables right in the quiet council right like there's the ancient leaders on autumn and then you've got um charles's kids oops are we in the okay we're in the end we've got charles's kids on summer right but i would really like it if so i was thinking about this and i really want the white sword to take a play a part in this i'd love to see storm the white sword and nightcrawler on the summer table and i'd love to see him just absolutely have no time for any time that they decide we have to think of the humans i want him to think absolutely nothing of it wow damn that's a good pick the white sword is a very 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 good pick because that's like one of the characters that i feel just got completely sidelined yes yeah. completely sidelined yeah. um, I love that idea I love that idea and you know what I agree with you I hope that Sinister goes um, and so far with the with the exception of Charles everybody and Storm everybody who's had like a major event has worked their way out of the choir council Gene and Gene and Cyclops had their big event, they were gone. Yep. Apocalypse had his big event, he was gone. Um, who else left? Magneto, big event, gone. Go so on. there seems to be a bit of a habit of like, you get your spotlight and then that's the way to relinquish you of your seat. Um, so hopefully this whole Sins of Sinister thing, he, can't, he won't get a whole arc and a whole story to himself and then come back with, you know, your little... Your little drunk, <laughs> drunk brunch gaze quips. Oh, God, <laughs> it would be exhausting if he gets some kind of rehabilitation out of. I mean, like I, I understand that that could be a story arc for him. Like, oh, sinister is. We have a different sinister. He's learned a lesson out of all of this. But like, God, would I just like him to go away? <laughs> I see that. <laughs> <laughs> There's really nothing that I can say. The level, the deep, like the deep spiritual level of tiredness. That you, that is in your voice. <laughs> Unbelievable! Yeah. Like I, I agree. sort of just need a. We just need a. We just need a break from him for a little bit. I guess that's all I'm saying. Um, Me too. Okay, Sinister so been very, very. Ooh, sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, Sinister has been very integral to a, a lot of things that I don't think he necessarily needed to be super integral to. Um, my side, I would love to see um, Zylo as part of the Quiet Council. I think 
if there's anybody that should sit on both seats, it's Zylo. Um, Not Storm. Uh, I mean, to be honest, Storm doesn't really play much of a role on the Quiet Council. Storm has, Storm has done way more interesting things. Or You, you can see that like 60% of Storm is on the Great Ring. And about 40% of her is on the Quiet Council. Because she really, she don't fuck with those folks. She turns up, she eats the little mini sandwiches, and then she goes home. And You think she's I'm eating like, that food? No. Kate brought that food, and she's not eating it. She's not touching it. I think Zylo being like the, the memory bank of both civilizations, and also being able to provide this like view of the past in a way that is... Uh, that adds different context because what's really interesting like immortal eight when we go back in time with mystique and they really focused in on three of the most long-lived mutants on the quiet council Mm. and i was like but it's all very they're all english (laughs) three three british mutants (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who, were, who were all in the same place at the same time. And so even though it's even though the, the lens casts itself very far back, even though the distance is great, the, the lens is very narrow. And I'd love Zylo very to bring like, a little bit of a, a balance to Destiny. I would love a balance to Destiny, because right now Destiny feels like the puppet master of the Great Ring. And I'd love Zylo as a mutant who knows boundless, boundless things about time immemorial to be able to use that as a counter to some of her future things. Because how do you... It'll be interesting to see also how Destiny sees the future of, of Zylo. I, I, I just... I, I would love an interplay there. And that's, well, that's, if she could. Well, first of all, it's like RIP volumes of Zylo's poor weird squiggly body. Um, <laughs> that's like... It's like we watched the burning of Alexandria right in front of our faces. It was awful, absolutely awful to watch. It was. And I feel like, you know, now you need we need to be putting more in. Zylo needs to be in many places. Zylo can probably break himself up in sorry, there self. I think up, so too. Into so as too. many oh, yeah. as did. And it's like there's no reason for you to be sitting there looking very like very famished every time we see you. Like just Break it up. Find yourself a nice little seat on each place, and and I I think that that's that's my that's my thing. Starter Pokemon Zylo needs to yeah I hundred percent I like the idea of Zylo. I was trying not to take from the Great Ring, but I do like the idea of Zylo uh, splitting up and and like simultaneously occupying both seats. That's really cool. The, the, your your one liners this episode are excellent because weird school. <laughs> His weird squiggly body and start a Pokemon side. <laughs> He's all skinny now. He's like like three little squiggles. Four. Oh no. Um, <laughs> um, I also thought uh, I also thought um something that would be really cool if Red Root ever gets to make uh her way back. It would be very nice for Redroot to join the Krakoa seat and sort of be a, a direct line between Arako for Krakoa. So we can sort of, I mean, like we're weighing in the decisions of Krakoa through Cypher. Then we should, I, I think, have, I mean, Arako, I mean, maybe you can sort of double up and have them in both locations. But 
um, let Red Root sort of be the voice of Arako and how Arako feels on what happens with Krakoa. You know, like, I think there should be a, a bit of a balance there. I, I totally agree with you. And I hope that Red Root is the person to unveil um, Doug's weird phalanx business. Oh, yeah. Because we've yeah. never seen, nobody knows about that yet. And Doug's doing a lot of shits quietly. And, and you know what? You're right. I think all of this kind of feeds into your larger ideas. Like, how do we introduce people that can start to tie up the loose threads of plots and machinations that we've seen the the people or the members of the, the Quiet Council start to lay down? Do you want to um, know my theory of what Doug's up to? What? Soup. I think Doug... Soup. <laughs> Doug's making soup. It's going to be gross. Um, I think Doug is... I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to everybody who heard that. I'm so sorry that you had to be here for the worst joke of my life. And it came into my mind and I was like, Ashley, don't say that. That is the worst joke of your life. And it, I, I had to. I had to. I was compelled. Um... I'm glad you did. No, no, nobody is. But again, (laughs) thanks for the support. (laughs) Um, Okay. What what was I? What were we talking? Um, You were talking about about Red Root um, coming back, and uh, what you think? What you think uh, his uh, his end game is? What do you think Doug's Doug's anyway? Okay, I think I think Doug is um, working on a way to integrate Krakoa and its inhabitants with the Phalanx if they fail at every other measure to stop them. I totally agree. I totally agree. Or because um, you know the Phalanx consumes you to understand you. Imagine if that integration means that they already understand you and there's no need yeah. for the consumption. Yep. Um, or because yeah. because Krakoa actively is drawing on mutant energy. It is always absorbing and communicating with them. All of the beings in its charge are on the island at the time, right? And it's, you know, they're regulating it or whatever. But if they can synthesize that into data that they just pass up to the phalanx, I mean, like, we're good. Yeah. And and you know you know this as much as I love it, as much as we all love it, this this can't last forever. There's gonna have right. to be there's gonna have to be a kumbaya phase. There's gonna have to be a oh and we all came together phase. And you know, that's 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 storytelling. You know, it, it's it's Marvel yeah. that they've they've added a little seasoning, they've thrown in some scotch bonnet. Uh mm-hmm. I know what that is. <laughs> They spiced it up a little bit, but you know it's still it's still Disney, so there has to be some sort of um, reconciliation. And I think the seeds that we've seen with Nightcrawler working with Orcus, with uh, Doug and um, Doug and Warlock, and, and this sort of stuff, there's 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 more and more overlap between mutant and tech. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see, but we'll see, we'll, we'll see. All right. 
Um, are there any closing thoughts? Do you have a, a closing thought for us for the end of this episode? I don't want it to go unsaid that, of course, the obvious answer for who should sit on the Quiet Council is Genesis, right? Genesis should sit on the autumn seat with Charles because he's kind of lonely there now. Um, and I, I I, understand Hope's there and it's, it's very good for her and Destiny. She wouldn't talk to them people, man. I mean, I thought about that. She was that's, the second one on the list. That's the I, point. That's, I but that's the, the point. <laughs> I scratched no, that's the point. Off. She needs to bully them off the table. She uh, Charles has to go. She has to bully them all off the table. Let them know how weak they are and bully them right out. Charles, I don't know where this immortal thing is going. I don't know the end game of it, right? It's obviously yeah. currently segueing into Sins of Sinister. I don't know that this doesn't end with Charles leaving the Quiet Council too or dying or whatever. She needs to bully him right off the quiet council. Get him out of there. Yeah. Because we've been teed up for it at least a little bit. Magneto told Storm to watch him. Like, keep an eye on him. That's not for nothing. Uh, that's true. That's true. But then it's, it's Storm that will... I feel like if Genesis comes back, it's Storm that is the natural uh, peer to her. Because Charles, Charles really hasn't been doing that much. As even though Charles is like a fixture, he hasn't really been doing that much. He's not like a big, big player in the same way. Like he's he's yeah. he's the hard drive. That's it. He's and the hard drive. He is. He's walking around with that that big battery pack on his head, and that's what people need him for. And occasionally he goes, "I don't think we can do this." Everyone goes, "Shut the fuck up!" And then they do it anyway. Yeah, and they do it anyway. Or they wait till he dies, and then they do it. Yeah. Exactly, um, yeah. but yeah, no Gen Genesis. Um, Genesis, I, I just don't feel she's. I don't feel that she would ever get involved in the level of petty politics that rules the Quiet Council. So she, to me, would be almost antithetical to the story <laughs> because mm. she come in, she come in, and she just get gather everybody together. And who right, could but really which Iraqi? Right, but which Iraqi? I think that's this. In my opinion, I think it's the same for every Iraqi. I don't think you're getting Solomon. I mean, Solomon might because he thinks it's funny. But I think that the rest of them, White Sword's not leaving his... I think all of them don't want to fuck with the Krakoans because they know that they're how they are. That's true. Um, I don't think any of them are super interested in, in fucking with the Krakoans. I think that it would take something in my imagination. This is yeah. like a scenario where Krakoa and Iraq will have to come back together. And uh -huh. we have a joint council, and yeah. um, and and you have Genesis like advocating for her people loudly and fiercely, and she's not taking you know Charles. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and maybe I was thinking about it wrong because I I don't think Genesis would work as a standalone on the Quiet Council, but the the, the political positioning, the 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 techniques and the values and the standards and the way that they collaborate in the way that they um experience conflict and exercise conflict are so different that i think genesis could work if to your point she was one of an ensemble cast so that there were people in her lane that she could bounce off because i think her i'd love to see genesis uh the white sword and then fisher king who defeated her oh. sister yeah those three i think 
would be a balanced set. So, yeah, you heard okay. it here, listener. Ash wants a powerless non mutant on the Quiet Council. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was meant to be a sisterhood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I don't regret anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Well, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe I regret it. I, I didn't think it all the way through. <laughs> but you know what? I said what I said. I said what I said. Stand in it. Stand in I, it. I said what I said. Listen, if you got, you know what I mean? If you want to fix your long throat to say something about it, anybody, <laughs> you... You know where my, you know where I am. So, yeah. Um, yeah. On that note, I love you all. Um, Evan, I love you too, buddy. I love um, you too, but this has been a blast. It has. Thank you for um, this extended episode. Thank you everybody for being here with here with the. Thank you everyone for being here again with us. And I've been Ashley. I've been Evan, and this is. X of words. Nice. All right, cool. Thank you. Someone that took someone to fit aside.